الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وبعد my dear brothers and sisters imagine that there are three people who are going from their home to the airport to catch a flight to migrate to another country they are not going for a business trip or a, you know holiday they are leaving this country to go to another country to migrate to another country one of them you find is going with just a carry on bag and you ask him how is it you are migrating to the other country and you have only a carry on bag your luggage is so light he says all i need is already there i have a whole house and establishment and clothes and cars and whatever i need in that country is already there so i'm just carrying a bag another one you see has a lot of luggage maximum luggage that the airline will allow is got various things is taking with it but if you open his luggage and you see say he is migrating to makkah but you open his luggage he has bare skin rugs he has huge woolens so you tell him what will you do with this in in, in makkah it's a hot dry place what is the good of this fur coat and you got a third guy who is going and on the way he says stop 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 you stop say what so see that furniture store see that whole sofa set and that thing fantastic let's go buy that so you are crazy you are migrating to some other place you are going to the airport you want to buy a sofa set for what you can't take it with you he said no it's very nice Hey, even if it is very nice, you, what is the good of buying that thing? You can't even sit for a few minutes in it because you are going to the airport. You can't take it with you. What is the good of buying this? Then he goes a bit further. Hey, stop, stop, stop. Now what happened? See that car. I want to buy that car. Same logic. Tell you are mad. You buy the car for what? You can't take the car there. My brothers and sisters, we are these people. We are these people who are on our way to the take-off point to migrate. We are not going to go on a holiday. We are not going to go on a business trip. We are not coming back. we are going to migrate once we reach that take off point we take off that is one flight which is not going to get delayed la yastakhiruna sa'atan wa la yastaqdimun 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said it goes on time. It doesn't go early, it doesn't go late. So we are these people. Some, Alhamdulillah, may Allah make us among them, have sent whatever they have to send ahead of them. Nothing else. Others are still running in that race. I want to buy this sofa, I want to buy this car, I want to buy this house, I want to buy this thing. And you tell them, for God's sake, you are not going to take this stuff with you. It is of no use to you. You will leave it behind. That house you buy is going to sit in this country. It can't go with you in the plane. The land you buy is going to sit here in this country. Instead of that, take that money with you which you have. That money might be useful for you there. Send that ahead. Why transfer the thing to the other country? That will be useful. Instead of buying this piece of land there, why transfer the cash to the other place? You can use the cash in the other place. But it doesn't make sense. One of the elders of Tabligh, Sayyid Ahmad Khansar, he lived in Medina all his life and he died there and he is buried in Baqi. He was deported from Saudi Arabia three or four times. No fault of his, usual political tamasha which happens. And one of his, uh, one of his companions and one of his uh, khadims who was a gastroenterologist, uh, he was, uh, I was with him in Jamaat in uh, the UK and he told me the story. He said that uh, the deportation order came. So the police, immigration and police came to his house and they served the order and they brought, a, uh, you know, a, like a DCM, a, a mini truck and they said to him, please come. You have to go. So he said, okay. Deportation order has been served. You know, have to go, you have to go. So he said, give me a few minutes. He said, no problem, take your time. Because you have to pack everything and go. So after, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes, half an hour or whatever it was, he and his wife came out. And each one has a small suitcase, attached case. So this uh, immigration officer, the police officer, he said to him, he said, Chef, you don't seem to understand. You are not coming back here. We are deporting you. That is why we brought this truck. All your saman, everything, please put it inside. You know, we are going to take this. He said, this is, a, this is my saman. So the man said, how can you be... He said, you are telling me, you are living in Saudi Arabia for all these uh, years and all you have is this one small suitcase? He said, do you think I came here to earn money? Do you think I came to Madina to build property? Do you think I came to Madina to accumulate material? What I came to Madina for, I have got. That does not require suitcase, does not require your truck to take. This is my clothes, my wife's clothes, khalas. This Dr. Riyaz told me the man wept. That police officer, he cried. And he said to him, Sheikh, please forgive me. I seek your pardon. Please forgive me. He said, I am a, you know, I am a ghulam. 
and I have to do my duty. He said, who are we sending from this place? So this is our bad fortune that we are sending somebody like this from here. But of course, Lillahi Mulku Sabawati Walat. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him back. And he lived there and he died there. His janaza was buried in Majid Hanabawi. And he was buried in Baqi. May Allah grant him firdaus and fill his cover with noor and be pleased with him, inshallah. The reason I remind myself and you is that we are all on this short journey which is yawman aw ba'da yawm. For some people, the airport you have to come from, say, Nizamabad or Mahbubnagar or somewhere. So, it's a few hours. For some other people, you live in Shamshabad, so it's five minutes. Yeah. For some of us, we have been traveling to the airport for some time now. So, we are close to the airport. For some others, we are still some distance away from the airport. And this has nothing to do with age. This has nothing to do with age. It's not that the older ones are closer, younger ones are further. No. But no matter how far away you might be from the takeoff point, it is never more than one day. Yawman awbadayam. A day or a part of the day. Come labithum. How long did you say? Yawman awbadayam. How long was this journey? How long did, you, did it take you to come to the airport? Maybe a day, maybe a few hours, maybe a few minutes, maybe a few seconds. Then what will happen? What will happen when you reach? What will happen when you are taking off? What will happen when you reach? Again, different experiences. Different experiences. For some people, the immigration itself will take hours. Immigration officer, passport, please stand aside. Hmm? He takes a look at the passport, he says, stand aside. Next person, what about me? Stand. For some other people, same immigration officer. Seize the passport. Please come. Where? No special line for you. We take you through. What about the security check? Not necessary. Protocol. We take you straight through to the first class lounge. Not even the first class lounge. VIP lounge. Eh? For some people, when they land, he takes a look at the passport, he calls the people, handcuffs. 
go to the detention center. For some other people, at the door of the plane, name is announced, so and so, please come. And you come down, you walk down the stairs, and there is a bus, and this bus has got sofas and everything else in it, and there is a guy in the bus, he's serving Gawa, between here and the terminal, he's serving Gawa and Khajur, and dates, and you sit there and he gives you the dates and come. And as you enter the terminal, he says, Chef, please your passport. Say, what about my luggage? No problem. Please have it, give me your passport. Take the passport. Where do I go to the immigration counter? Chef, you do not go to the immigration counter. Please have a seat here. This is the royal terminal. Please have a seat. Would you like this? Here some sweets and cakes and this and this and this. And the passport is stamped and the luggage is brought, somebody carries it, brings it, takes it. Different experience at takeoff point, different experience at landing point. You're getting on the plane first time. I've never flown before. I'm afraid. No, 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 don't be afraid. They're with you. Nothing. This is... And this is the welcome for you. Nuzul min ghafuri rahim. This is the welcome. Have some tea, have some this. My brothers and sisters, we are racing towards that takeoff point. And as I said, it does not get delayed. It won't come early, it won't come late. What kind of reception we want has been given into our hands to arrange. How do you want to be taken? Do you want to be put into a detention center? Or do you want to be received in a royal terminal? But then you have to make a choice. You have to decide. And that decision cannot be made at, the, at that point, at the takeoff point. And it cannot be made at the reception points. That decision has to be made now. And of course, it's always there. This here is a sofa set shop, and there is a furniture shop, and there is a car shop, and there is this shop, and there is that shop, and there is somebody with you who is saying, no, no, let us buy this, and let us buy that, let us go there, let's take a detour to, to some other place. This is also going to be there. <coughs> so what must you do? I will share with you my trick. And my trick is whenever I'm faced with two decision points, I ask myself this question, if I drop dead now, if I die now, then I die either with this choice or this choice. Which one do I want? Two decision points, do I pray Salatul Fajr in the masjid or, or at home? If I am to die immediately after praying Salatul Fajr, I'm not talking about not praying. After praying Salatul Fajr, which one would I want? The one in the masjid or the one at home? 
Very simple. Very simple choice. Just ask this question. I have a choice of etagaf in Ramadan. If it is destined that I, might, that I am going to die in Eid, on the day of Eid, do I want to die with these 10 days of etagaf or without? If I am to die on the one of the odd nights of Ramadan, do I want to die in a masjid, in sujood, in tahajjud, or do I want to die in my home or wherever? Very simple question. There will always be distractions. There will always be demands. There will always be people who are saying, No, 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 no. If you go and sit in a takaf, what will happen? You ask a very simple question. If I die, what will happen? Seriously, ask this question. Please get rid of this nonsense from your life. If your wife, if your husband, if your son, your daughter, your father, mother, in-law, outlaw, whatever, if they are or whoever friends and you know, Gallah knows we have got we have, we have spread ourselves so much that you know you are in every crevice in the in the wall. Hmm? If anyone asks you this question, if you go in the path of Allah, what will happen? If you go and sit in etikaf, what will happen? If you go and ask a very simple question, true, I agree with you. What happens if I die now? Are you also going to commit suicide? Aaj tak mein dekha. Islam mein awaz se rona mamnu hai. Hai magar loga sira pit lege. Mera marad mar gaya. Mere ko kya hoga? Kuch nahi hota. Achhi rehti. Kabhi kisko kuch vaso nahi dekhe. Unhe mar gaya. Inhe apna sochri. Mera kya hoga? Uska kya hoga? Socho. Abhi khawar mar gaya. तेरे बातें सुन सुन के अल्लाह को बुलाया हराम कमाया खबर हो गया मर गया तेरा क्या होगा वो नहीं बोलती मेरा क्या होगा जब भी अपनी फिगर है सो हाउ लॉन्ग आर यू गोइंग टू रन बिहाइंड दिस Rasulullah sallallahu said and may this may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this our qadr inshallah Nabi sallallahu said that when a muttaqi dies the malaika come and malakul maut comes in a form that is so beautiful that it cannot be described Malakul Maut came to Ibrahim and he came to visit, not to take his soul, he came to visit. So Ibrahim said to him, show me how do you take, what do you look like when you come to take the life of a believer. So Malakul Maut said, look this way and then he said, look back. And Ibrahim said, Wallahi, this alone is enough reward for the whole life. He said, we don't need anything else. This, this the, the meeting with Malakul Mouth alone is a reward for the whole life. Then he said, please show me how do you look like when you come to take the soul of a non-believer. The one who does not obey Allah. 
Malakad Mahath said you cannot see it. You cannot bear that. Vilaam Alayhi Salaam said no show me. He said okay turn away, not turn back. Vilaam Alayhi Salaam fainted. When he came back to consciousness he said Wallah he said no azab is required after this. He said this, is alone, this, is, this alone is enough. No punishment is needed after this. So may Allah grant us the meeting with Malakul Mouth in the way where you feel that this is enough for my whole life. Alhamdulillah. That meeting is haq. It will happen. May it be the best day of our lives inshallah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said the angel will come. He will come with 70,000 other angels. He will come with the clothing of Jannah. He will ask you to recite the Kalima. You may hear it, you may not hear it, doesn't matter. You, the, the, the person the, the person who is dying, he is doing this. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this. Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna irji'i ila rabbiki raziyatam mardiyya fadukuli fi ibadi fadukuli jannati And when the soul is taken out, Nabi said, it, is, it will be as easy as a drop of water dropping out of a jug. Just like a drop of water. And he said, this soul will then be wrapped in this clothing of Jannah. And the angels will take it from hand to hand to hand like a baby is born and people take it. Let me hold, let me hold, let me hold like this. And then the soul will be taken up into the heavens. And at the first gate of the heavens, the guards of the gates will ask, who is this? And it will be said to them, this is so and so. And Nabi Sallallahu said, they will use the best names and the most honorable way of referring to that person. And the gate, guards of the gate will say, come you are expected. Welcome, marhaba. And this will be repeated in the second heaven and the third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh until the soul is presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla Jalal. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, now go and sleep in your grave and nobody will disturb you until the day comes. And when the person is in the qabr, he will be asked the three questions of the grave. And when he has answered those three questions correctly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a voice will speak from on high. And it will say, my slave has spoken the truth. Huh? And Nabi sallallahu said, it will be ordered Furnish his cover with the mafrushat of Jannah, with the furnishings of Jannah. And a window will be opened and he will be shown the hellfire and he will be said, it will be said to him, this would have been your destination but for the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then another window will be opened and he will be shown the Jannah and he will be said to him, this is your destination. 
and a cool breeze will blow into the cover and nobody will disturb that person until he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make all of you among those for whom these basharat have been given I will not describe what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in the hadith with respect to the non-believers Alhamdulillah you are all believers inshallah we make I want I don't want to extend this long those who are interested in the entire detail of this thing the lectures of mine on death and hereafter you can listen to them but for the moment I remind myself and you let us be very clear in our minds we are on the way we are on the way and we don't know when we will reach but we know we will reach and we know the day of takeoff is very close I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the last moments and the last days of our lives the best days of our lives I ask Allah to make the last of our deeds the best of our deeds I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the last day when we meet him Jalla Jalaluhu the best day of our lives because we will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is why we have been waiting the day we have been waiting but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Yarju Allah wal yawm al-akhira wa zakar Allah kathira the one who follows Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرَةِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا The one who waits for, who looks forward to the day of judgment and to the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the symbol of that, the sign of that is that the person is constantly engaged in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah is never far away from that person's perception Allah is never ghafil with regard to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continuously he is in touch with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his ta'aluk with Allah alhamdulillah is strong we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who have been mentioned and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who he will be pleased with and who he will receive and who he will be happy to see insha'Allah al-musta'an wa sallallahu ala nabi al-kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ya rahmatullah